21st, Arjun Rampal in London Files. Wonderful to see you. Thanks, Rishi. It's lovely to see you too. Bro, yeah. Long time. Long time, man. Yeah. It's It's been a rough few years, but you're busier than ever before. You just flew in. There are releases. There are interviews. Yeah. So it's almost as though the, the, the interim, the pandemic time never happened for you, man. So must be fe feeling so good to be regularly on a set, not worrying about the, you know, the pandemic and things like that. I mean, I did two films which uh, happened through pandemic. It's it just those windows of opportunity that one got to go in and do that. Actually, three. One was The Rapist uh, with Aparna Sen. One was Nail Polish with Bugs, and which released. And uh, one was uh, uh, Penthouse with Abbas Mastan. So in uh, that window, we did those films. Uh, but uh, it also gave us a lot of time to read a lot and, you know, uh, actually get in touch with uh, each other and see what we would do if things ever went back to normal, which was looking very dicey at that point in time. So we said, okay, let's just see what we can do. And then that started to happen. And in London Files, when I see Om, which is your character, I see a deeply troubled guy who's mm. in the middle of a lot of shit. <laughs> and uh, they say for an actor, when there's lots of conflict, there's great opportunity for performance. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, it's definitely, I would rate it as one of the most difficult parts that I've played. You know, it, it goes uh, without saying. Because of so many different conflicts that's happening within the character, most importantly that he's a detective and he's not the normal kind of detective. He's a dysfunctional detective. You know, he's got his own problems. He's got addictions. He's, uh, you know, getting high on the job. Okay. And... Uh, so he doesn't know if this is really happening, if he's seeing things or if it's really happening, if it's in his head or what's going on. And we wanted to take the audience down that way too. So it's actually quite uh, a mixed bag of emotions you get with Om. Sometimes you like him, sometimes you don't like him, you know. Uh, and uh, I think what happens when you get a character like that, which is flawed in the first place and not like a, a perfect cop or a perfect uh, detective or, uh, you know, an agent who just goes out there and you know he's going to win in the end. Om comes with a whole pile of battles he's battling even internally. So he's not like a James Bond or a, you know, Jason Bond or something like that. So it makes that character very human. It makes you kind of start to relate with his emotions and his journey. And uh, Sachin Patak, who's a director, he's very good with emotion. He said, if there is no emotional connect in the show, uh, which is what got me, uh, besides having this really interesting character to play. He said if there's no emotional uh, connect in that show, uh, then he didn't want to do it. And uh, we discussed this for about a year, you know, how to bring all these angles into it. And uh, I think somehow we got him. So actually the whole season one is all about getting to know Om Singh as a detective and know his backstory, know where he comes from, what his problems were and what his weaknesses are. You know, back in the day, Sagar Arya and me used to party together, great mates, he moved to the UK. Yeah. Purav and me are close, he's also moved <laughs> to the UK. You know Purav, you know, you did Rock On together. Yeah. And I was telling both Sagar and Purav, saying that you guys have a great industry going, dude. You've moved to the UK, crews that go to the UK <laughs> know that they don't have to fly actors down because you have houses <laughs> there and you film with them. But they're yeah. such wonderful blokes, man. Yeah. So Sagar, <laughs> actually, Sagar and I go back uh, even before Purav and myself. Wow. Uh, when I was doing Moksh with Ashok Sagar was uh, uh, an assistant uh, director to, I mean, he was assisting uh, Ashokji. 
cleaning yeah, his hat and things know, like that. Yeah, that's I think all he did. Okay, I don't think he learned anything about photography or direction. But uh, he had a great voice even then and I think he's really, he went into theatre, he'd done a lot of that there. And uh, it was so nice to uh, work with him because he's really become a very good actor, you know. He's, what happens out there is it's not as, uh, I wouldn't say easy, it's not easy here also. But it's a different um, uh, approach one takes to get a job, right? You have to get an agent. You have to go for castings, you have to go and shoot your tapes and send it to them, you know, and then they decide whether they're going to cast you or not cast you. I think hats off to Purab and Sagar for both going out there and getting good work, you know, and I mean Purab was small part, but in Matrix, you know, he's done a really nice web show from there. He's got a good agent, they know him, he goes to, you know, he hangs out with all the actors and directors from there. And I think that's really helped him to find himself as an actor as well and about what he wants to do. And I think when you kind of have these cross-border or cross-cultural uh, interactions with people or even cross-regional, uh, yeah. You know, uh, like when I've worked with somebody like a Rituparna Ghosh and Aparna Sen, they come from a very different school of thought and you get to learn a lot from them. I think these both these chaps have really, really become good actors. You know, and I've always wondered why you haven't got yourself an agent in the West because it was always Harjun Rampal has Hollywood good looks, this, that, and look at your career graph. I mean, the way you've I can't tape myself. I can't tape myself. So there's a logistical issue. <laughs> it's a, it's <laughs> logistical a issue. Yeah. And you know, another thing, Richie, is that every <laughs> time I've gone for a bloody screen test, I've never got the job. So I was like, they'll call me for a screen test. I'm never going to get the job. I'll be broke, okay, sitting out there spending in dollars and pounds. I say, I'm <laughs> That's a good one. And, and the, the, in, the relationship between Sagar's character and yours seems to be, hey, you know, this is a cop. I know him from way back when. Even though he's messed up, he has an instinct because, you know, I know so many people who, whatever profession they're in, Arjun, they might be seeing a therapist, they might be really messed up, but as far as their work is concerned, yeah. you know, they come through, man. I mean, there's obviously a center of our brain which is just totally work-focused and that seems to be the whole thing between the two of you. I mean, it starts off at least like that. I don't know how the relationship progresses. Yeah, it's a very uh, interesting dynamic, I think, uh, all characters have with each other. With Sagar and me, it is both of them have been in the force since, you know, uh, they started off together. One's gone in a different tangent of being extremely powerful and successful and is now uh, the chief there. And the other is just doing cases, as you said, uh, which is very correctly put, to keep himself alive. You know, he just does it because otherwise he's like a living dead. And uh, the only thing that keeps him going and allows him to wake up the next day is if he has his job. That's the only place where he finds a certain amount of redemption. So, um, and kind of Sagar realizes that. Otherwise, Om would have been out of the force by now. You know, so with all his problems, with all the baggage that Om's coming with, this guy's kind of protecting him and keeping him a part of uh, uh, the force still. And Sapna Pabbi is also in there. She's such a sweetheart. I remember the Inside Edge crew came into studio and they were just taking the piss out of her, pulling her leg for her accent. Oh, really? <laughs> is it still Brit, very Brit? Or has she managed to kind of change it and, you know, over the sands of time? <laughs> no, I think it's very British and it was good that it's British because... With uh, the part. Yeah, yeah because <laughs> it, it works with the part. Uh, but I don't have much with her. Uh, she is... Uh, 
but I I done my first. Uh, she she done her first commercial when she came to India ah. with me. So there's always been a kind of a connect with everybody, you know, within the industry. Yeah. The the thing about London Files also is that there is obviously a disappearance, and you know they they they're looking for this person. But there's a from what I can understand a cultural dynamic that's also happening. Yeah. You know, London seems to be very troubled. All countries are now <laughs> going through immigration crises, man. I mean, yeah. the world's going gone nuts. Yeah. Uh, with the war that's happening, it also resonates with the times. Sure, you know, you you see uh, Sri Lankan refugees in India. We're facing a Bangladesh refugee crisis. Likewise, in Europe, uh, does it talk about that? The immigration. Actually, it talks angle? about a lot of things. Wow, it talks about a lot of things. It talks about parenting. It talks about depression. It talks about addiction. It talks about drugs. It talks about uh, you know the disconnect that's happening between generations today. Uh, okay, so we are. I, I think I don't know what you are, but I'm a Gen X, right? What are you? Round about the same, yeah. Gen X, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. so we are Gen X, and pre, then pre Gen Z, and then and then yeah. there is a, a millennial that's come in the middle somewhere. Okay, and now there's a Gen Z. Okay, Gen Z are the craziest lot. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> which are our children. And they know their tech. Uh, yeah, they know uh, their yeah, tech. Yeah. They're only about tech. <laughs> yeah. So. So uh, and they're only about making everything politically correct. Yeah. You know, even if you crack a joke, which would have we've all laughed about in school, yeah. today it's just you know taboo to say certain words. So or you'll be trolled, or you know totally something man. or yeah. the other, yeah. <laughs> something like that would happen. So in that, okay, uh, it talks about that. You know, what also talks about is how technology has kind of isolated us. How technology can have uh, or social media. Can have this whole influence where you can become of a uh, become a part of a crime without realizing it, because it kind of uh, fades the lines of truth. Wow! You know, and um, it, it talks about uh, being a migrant and uh, and getting your papers and everything sorted. And it's not that you're staying there illegally, but you are a migrant or you're waiting for your papers to happen. An immigration act, that's what the film starts with. Bill that's being passed, which is going to uh, most probably take away most of the rights of all these people who've migrated into the UK. And obviously, that's not gone down very well. And the person who's passing the bill, uh, who he calls himself the bill pusher, is Purab. Indian origin, <laughs> yeah, and he's of Indian origin, and they're kind of using him to pass the bill. That it's a person from your origin only who's going to do it, and uh, you're kind of seeing that today. You know, with cross borders, our borders are kind of blocking themselves off. You know, you're becoming actually more and more. We are kind of as a world instead of the internet, which it did very well for a certain point of time. You know, fade out those borders, and you know there weren't any because people could start interacting with people so easily and effortlessly and seamlessly all over the world, and information was so uh, is so e easily accessible. What's happening actually to the countries? They are actually saying, "Hello, we don't want so many people in here. We got to protect ourselves. This is getting a bit too much. You know, cut this down, cut this down. You know." Start cutting off how much information is coming in from where you know manipulate that information in whichever way they want to, and uh, that's also going on. And um, so it talks about all these topics which are there. It talks about I think what was the nicest part was the parenting part for me, you know, because I see that with my kids and I see that, but it's subtle. It's not like oh this is what the films shows about. The shows about oh I'm trying to find this missing girl, you know, uh, but. Um, it kind of touches all these points, but with my and my kids, I kind of see them at the dining table phone, 
okay uh, everything is the phone it's like an extension of their bodies yeah. and uh, i don't think that's healthy i don't think i don't agree with it but uh, i don't disagree with social media but i think uh, there has to, we have to learn to sometimes interact with humans the way we used to i think we kind of forgetting that also one thing you said is really resonated with me i've had three friends arjun over the last 5 years who have migrated abroad and they say it's not the uh, the african americans it's not the black people it's not the caucasian it's not the white people who have discriminated them against against them the most it's people of indian origin who sometimes i mean they're the good indians who welcome you with open arms you know and feed you clothe you and you know welcome you into their families but there are those that's who have gotten there much before previous generation mm-hmm. and they're suddenly very tough on other indians who are coming in really? you know it's just it's quite crazy you know that you would think that the entire indian diaspora would welcome you know indians coming in but yeah. i think we have this innate sense of competition as human beings man I, mean, it's just, I, don't i don't know, know. I, i haven't seen that because every time i've gone to any uh, country or visited any country uh, the indians out there have been extremely warm and extremely welcoming i don't know if i try to move there they would <laughs> be happy and if you want arjun ram but, but uh, you know i mean um, i think we shouldn't be like why don't we why why aren't people still just looking at each other as human as beings human as beings, you know as opposed to uh, who's uh, according to color race religion caste creed you know all of that i think we all are humans we all have the same emotions and uh, you know we've created a lot of uh, messes in this world and uh, we kind of need to start learning from that you must have enjoyed the long format where you can really build your character uh you know no disrespect to cinema that's lovely that's give you over jude but yeah. the the series format must allow you to develop own piece by piece piece by piece yeah you can really live a character uh, you know you can really really uh, explore and go into the depths of that and have it as layered as uh, the filmmaker or the writer would uh, want to layer it you know and justify it and have time to justify film uh, you have to be very precise you know and uh, so it uh, kind of is a different pace and that you use but yes it's very exciting it stays with you you know you can really really get into the depths of the character and uh, it's not it, it's not that time consuming but um, it is extremely satisfying favorite thing to do in london did purob invite you over for a meal <laughs> didn't actually <laughs> 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 favorite yeah. thing to do in london it's such a wonderful city was was it peak lockdown or were you done oh no that? it was done you go to st james park take yeah, a walk yeah. you yeah. could go to parks you know you didn't need to wear masks in parks uh, all that was good and it was a big relief you know considering we'd been locked down for such a long time uh, the weather was great uh and um, i was with my son so uh and with gabriella and my daughter studying there and now she studied uh, maika she's studying film there so i got to meet her and spend a lot of time with her as well and go to her campus and her school and you know see how what she's doing so and take arik to the parks and feed the ducks and do all of that so simple things but uh, extremely uh, blissful soon when he grows up and he starts getting into football he's going to make you take you to games uh, you know at chelsea or arsenal i i, so I hope i hope he does <laughs> <laughs> that's going to happen yeah i look forward to that <laughs> last few ones before we wrap is more like a, a short answer rapid fire who's your favorite indian actress of all time and why who's somebody you look at and go wow 
Oh, Indian actress. I would say Nargis. Yeah. That was just something classic, of, yeah. classic. Yeah. What's the one thing we're going to see Arjun Rampal do all through this year? Mm. I think keep changing my looks according to my films. <laughs> 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 Which is that one country or city that you keep going back uh, to? And a couple of reasons why you, you love going back to that city and country other than, you know, India. So I think London is definitely one of them because it actually connects you to so many different parts of Europe. Uh, and I have a lot of friends there and very comfortable there. So uh, London. And the other part which I really, really like uh, is New York. I really like New York. I've always loved it. I've had great experiences there and a lot of friends. Who's your current favorite global artist? Have the girls put you on to some great DJs or singer-songwriters? Not at all. <laughs> I have not uh, met any. Uh, I've, they, I mean, I can't. Not right now. There's, there's nobody. There's nobody. What, what do you, what's on your phone? I mean, what do you listen to? I mean, what am I listening to uh, right now? Is uh, I've gone back into really retro times. I'm listening to a lot of 70s. You know, from uh, Creedence Clearwater, CCR, uh, CCR to uh, yeah, that whole lot. You know, Bob Dylan, Pink Floyd, all of that. Lovely. I think I'm getting old. I think no. I've gotten old. No, but Gen Z is listening to a lot of retro, man. All Are of a they? sudden they discover and they go back. Yeah, it's amazing. Which is amazing. It's so good. Because the show talks about the Indian diaspora. And I, I'm listening to all of them on vinyls. That's oh. been my that's been my new uh, addiction. So Warm sound. Yeah, and just, just getting that record collection going. A final question, a message for the Indian diaspora in the US, UK, South Africa. You know, because the show London Files also talks about Indians who've moved. So your message to everybody? Well, I think this is a very uh, unique show. I haven't seen a show like this on uh, any of the platforms. I personally haven't worked on characters like this or seen characters written like this. Uh, I think it's got strong messages. Uh, it's a great thriller and uh, it's something you shouldn't miss because we've stayed really true to it. And one way that we've really stayed true to it is uh, that I play a detective in London and the chief, even though he's Indian, he speaks in English. And, uh, <laughs> you know, even though all the other supporting star cast that is there who are from there, who are British, speak in English when they have to uh, yeah. and nobody breaks into Hindi like we kind of do. So it's quite We've tried to do it in a way which is very unique, very real and very true to the subject. And um, yeah, so go and explore Om Singh and uh, London Files and uh, give it lots of love. 21st of April on Voot Select. Boot. Yeah. Thanks, Arjun. Thanks, bro. Cheers. Cheers.